Thanksgiving to you and happy Thanksgiving to all of our uh, listeners and followers. We appreciate uh, all of your support, Zach. Of course, we're thankful for your support, right? Yes, of course. Uh, very thankful. Uh, as y'all might know, hatless Reagan is a sin. Been hatless for uh, a minute. Yeah, Reagan. Well, no, no, I, I wore a hat last time. It wasn't else you had. Uh, but as y'all might know, we came across a year uh, not long ago, at the beginning of November. Yeah. Um, so very thankful. Uh, me and Rain got to actually go and visit some family yesterday and, and spend some time with my mom's side of the family. So that was good uh, to get to see them. My mom is one of five sisters. Can you believe that? Uh, pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how granddad bless Bless granddad's heart. Six women. Yeah, he, he has six. Yeah. You know, not like it's a bad thing. I mean, you know, but you know, uh, he had he had no. He was guys. all by himself. He, he was all no by himself guys, as a man. guy. Yeah, like that's tough, bro. That's brutal. Tough. But uh, we got to spend time with a lot of family yesterday, so it was fun. As I'm sure y'all did as well, and and ate a lot of food. I, Reagan, I gotta be honest, mom. I came home. I was like, hey, if you want some leftover ham or turkey, we got some. And I was like, no, I don't. I, I, do, <laughs> I do not want. Wow, any. wow. <laughs> because I could not deal with eating more Thanksgiving food. I'd already started eating it since like Tuesday. So it's been like of course. four days straight of eating Thanksgiving food. And I was just like, I can't do it. So tonight I ordered steak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So Zach, obviously we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. Uh, Cayman Islands Classic LSU was involved in that tournament this past week um, for the Thanksgiving, you know, like, they, they always do these holiday, you know, little tournaments. Yeah. Um, well, the Tigers made it to the championship game, played well in it. Uh, but unfortunately, they come up short um, in the the final game. And honestly, Tell two halves. it was a really crazy way that um, LSU lost. Zach, as you know, we were watching. Um, Which a lot of people couldn't because – it was a weird stream, right? Um, for those of you Flow that Hoops. weren't able to watch com. it, yeah, we had to stream it through an app called FlowHoops.com, which I had never heard of. Uh, you had to pay a subscription. Um, it was like I think ten bucks a game, something like that. Yeah, uh, I paid for it, watched all the games uh, on the app, but um, a lot of people didn't get to see what happened. Uh, they just kind of saw it through social media. Um, really weird ending. Yeah, it was. I, I mean. 
LSU is down two with like 4.7 seconds left. You dish it in. You you get an opening right down the lane. You know, uh, Trey Hannibal laid it in, clearly beat the buzzer. Um, was very obvious that he beat the buzzer. Oh, but, but, but in the middle of nowhere in this like high school gym, you got, a, a, apparently you got like this high school clock operator who didn't start the clock. Yeah. So everything that happens past the clock malfunction, well, not malfunction, the clock error is null and void. And so LSU's basket does not count, and the game was over. Which is unfair, in my opinion. Um, what, what LSU have gotten it off? No, under, probably not. No, but here's here's the thing. They saw they had time, and so they were able to take, take that time. Uh, it, it would have been a different situation had the clock started. They would have been a lot more pressed, yeah. and we really don't know what would have happened, uh, whether they would have made it or not. Either way, it is completely unfair to LSU uh, and to punish them on a game operator's flaw uh, and, and mistake. So that that's what's frustrating as an LSU fan, um, and it's it's extremely frustrating uh, to have to suffer your first loss. But here, Reagan, let's be honest: the main reason that you lost was because your second half offense yeah. was terrible. Um, Nobody it, to blame but yourself. It was literally, as yeah. I said, a tale of two halves. In the first, in the first half, they looked phenomenal. Uh, offense moved great. Uh, they played great defense. They played great defense in the second half too. Um, you know, fortunately for Kansas State, they had they just had shots fall. When they did, it's unfortunate there at the end of the game that Trey Hannibal stripped the ball carrier. It rolls. Luckily, yeah. there's a scramble for it on the floor. Kansas State comes up with it. They pass it. They heave up just a turnaround floater that goes in yeah. uh, right before the shot clock expires. Uh, a little bit of luck. I would say a little bit of luck there because of how the scrambled it was to be able to pull it off. But great job by Kansas State to be able to pull that out. And ultimately, that's how you lose the game. But uh, as I said, really this came down to uh, LSU shooting poorly in the second half. Horrible. Uh, and if you shoot – at, if you shoot better and play better offense in the second half, you don't have to worry at all about the shot clock in the, at the end of the game. Yeah, no, you 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 score forty one points in the first half, and you come out in the second half and you put up eighteen points. Eighteen points, Zach. Yeah, it looked like the offense from the beginning of the year. It looked like the offense from the beginning of the year. It was. Bad. It was bad shot selections. It was, I mean, poor decision making, it, unorganized, and, and just, I mean, it was frustrating to watch. And you have nobody to blame but yourself. You you should have, you should have handled that game going into the half. You're up forty one thirty three. There's no excuse uh, to come out and put up. 18 stinking points. Um, close game. Uh, but what sucks, Zach, is this is your first Power 5 game and you lose. Yeah. Um, Resume-wise, you know, down the stretch, that's not going to help you. Um, but it was what it was, Zach. I, I mean, I, 
It sucked, but that, that's yeah. how it played out, man. Yeah, it definitely sucked. Uh, a couple comments. Uh, Ryan said LSU got robbed. Uh, worst case scenario, they should have redone the play. I agree. I, I think redoing the play uh, would have been a better option. Uh, I definitely think that rule it obviously hurts the team that is behind it and, and sets them back majorly. Uh, Golden Boot, I'm assuming this is Pooh Bear. Who said if you suit, uh, if you see the clock running, you shoot a three rather than a two, your mindset would have changed. Exactly. Uh, and that's my point, Pooh. We don't, we don't know what would have happened if they had actually seen the clock running. But they saw the clock had not started immediately, so they knew they had more time. Hence the reason uh, there was a layup rather than a, a, sh- uh, a jump shot. So, um, unfortunately, that's the way it ends. Unfortunately, that's the way LSU loses their first game um, in the tournament. But I will say, Reagan, in this tournament, something that really impressed me uh, was outside of that second half against Kansas State, the offense seemed to uh, move a lot better, uh, yeah. was able was taking a lot better shots. KJ Williams obviously dominated the, the tournament. Yeah. It seemed like that it seemed like really no team could stop him out of the three teams that we played. Um, which we played, am I going blank? We played three games. Yeah, you right? played Illinois, Illinois State, State and then Akron. Akron, yeah, that's correct. And then Kansas State. Nobody could really stop him. Uh, he was a force to be reckoned with. The only time that uh, he struggled is when he was in foul trouble a little bit, which he, he did get in a little bit of foul trouble in those games, but nothing major. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to see uh, how this team looks moving forward, especially coming off that loss and and a very, very terrible second half of shooting uh, and out, offensive output. But I, I think, you know, once they get back in their home gym, uh, those are things that they can work out and move forward with. And I'm excited to get to see that, especially we still have a few non-conference games here to work out. I fully yeah. expect and believe LSU uh, is going to win those games and be favored in those games. So we'll see uh, if how much things get corrected before heading into conference play. Yeah, and, and I mean, you're, you're back Sunday at, at 2 p.m. against Wolford, Woford, Wofford. How do you – I mean, I, Wolford, Wofford, Wofford. Like, how do you say it? Um but you're, you're playing them 2 p.m. on Sunday, you know, get back right kind of game. Uh, you know, the and I had to agree with you. The the overall, the last part of the tournament there Sucked. really was crappy. But overall, great. But overall, you know, you liked what you saw um, from the team. It felt like there had been some improvements made, but there still needs to be improvements made. Uh, clearly, like some of the problems that we saw at the beginning of the season still linger at times. Uh, for for something to happen where you have an eighteen point half, like those problems still exist, like the bad shot selections. So, um, and I don't know, Zach. I mean, what do you think? What do you think prompted that? I mean, was it a was it an adjustment by Kansas State? Was it? I don't know. Was it something they that LSU themselves were doing? What, what do you think, you know, prompted at 18.5? I think it was a combination of both. Uh, I think it was uh, Kansas State tightening up on defense, uh, changing the looks, and then LSU just having a hard time adjusting to that, honestly, uh, which they're going to have to learn to do because they're going to face that once they get into stiffer competition. And when you, get into, when you face stiffer competition, it's going to be even more difficult. Yeah, no doubt. I'll tell you one team that looks really stinking good right now in the SEC and would 
might be my like pick to win the SEC is Arkansas. Yeah, I agree. They lost the other night against Creighton, but I'm gonna tell you right now, they look good. They are tall, they're long, athletic, freakishly athletic, like like really athletic, and they played a great game the other night, tooth and nail against um, Creighton. Honestly, I think they should have won the game. Uh, I think there were some pretty poor calls uh, on on the refs. There was like a technical foul called on like an assistant coach. And and is that the one where uh, Musselman got really heated? Oh, Musselman was hot. Yeah. He was hot. I, I didn't mean, get to, so, I didn't get to hear, but I was watching. I was at uh, at a restaurant with mom and dad, hanging out with them, uh, yeah. and I was just watching it. But I didn't I didn't get to hear anything what was going on. But I did see that there was a technical foul called, and then I saw Musselman get extremely heated. So I was like, Oh, oh he, yeah, he was hot. They, they called it on a, an, an assistant coach, and I don't even know what it was for. They they never said why or showed why, and so it was like you know. What happened? Like, yeah. you know, so I don't know. I I, th- I feel like they sh- they should have won the game, uh, but that's just my opinion. But they look really stinky good, Zach. I, I mean, scary they, good. I texted my buddy uh, while I was watching that game, uh, Austin Lewis. We call him Louie, uh, and I told him that. I was like, dude, Arkansas looks really good. They look extremely athletic. They look like a team um, that's going to dominate this in the SEC. Because uh, I do feel like the SEC is down this year compared to last year. Yeah, uh, it, it feels that way. So uh, it's 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 a, it's scary to see these other teams uh, and the SEC succeeding and doing well. Um, and yes, LSU has had success, uh, but there still is a pro the process of of having to gel and everything yeah. come together. Yeah. So Zach, real quick before we 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 start kind of moving into. Um, our discussion about Texas A&M. Obviously, we're playing Texas A&M this weekend, and we're going to preview that in our next segment. But there's been a few SEC games played already that have been some some good ones. I mean, yeah. and some upsets. I mean, if you want to call it an upset. But, I mean, how about the Egg Bowl last night, Zach? Like, what a wild finish. I mean, obviously, you were watching it uh, with all of our – our mom's side of the family who are all, all either state Mississippi state except, or Ole Miss fans. Well, they're all state fans except for grandma. grandma and Sarah. That's, that's right. Yeah. Except for two. They're all my aunt and my grandma. They're, they're the two Ole Miss fans. Yes. Everybody else is state fans. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, how was that? I, I mean, how were they reacting? Cause you know, you were getting a little bit of like, you know, there's the Lane Kiffin stuff going on, but yeah. you were also hearing from, from some of our uncles that were like, We'd be okay if Ole Miss beat us because we want Leach gone. Yeah, we, which, we want we want Leach fired. Which uh, honestly, I didn't even know that. I was had not heard that story. I heard that apparently there has been rumblings. Uh, they down, want him gone. Yeah, yeah, down in Starkville that uh, you know if they lose this game, that potentially potentially a move could be made. I haven't seen anything nationally or anything like that, but apparently that's what they were hearing, uh, and they're obviously a lot closer in proximity than we are. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was really interesting to hear. And then obviously all the lane stuff going on as well. That was obviously being talked about amongst family members. Um, and the game itself uh, was really, really oh, a good man. game. I mean, very defensive game. 
I got to say, Reagan, uh, I mean, obviously State's defense won the game in the first half when they held uh, Ole Miss offense to yeah. three points during their spurt, which is what we've talked about. Yeah. Um, that's what Ole Miss does. They they score in spurts, and their offense is moving and 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 looks really good. It looks like it's humming on and overwhelming yeah. and overwhelming. Uh, they do that in spurts. Can you survive the spurt? Uh, and State did. They held the field goals during that spurt, and then they just locked. And then Ole Miss offense plateaued. The leveled off, and this uh, the State defense really controlled that game. Yeah, but it was a real defensive battle. Uh, and then you know, state could have easily iced the put game. The game away. They had the ability to Golly. put the. Which, by the way, I'll say this: I had some friends, buddy of mine, ask ask me this question. I do believe it was a backwards pass. I do believe. It was oh, it was pass. a backwards pass. Anybody um, who thinks it, it wasn't, for those that need to know, it is where clearly the ball is released. It's where the ball is released. Clearly, it was uh, the ball was released out of Jackson Dart's hand at the thirty yard line. And the I, don't, I forget who it was receiving it out of the backfield. Uh, they caught the ball inside of the 30-yard line, therefore it being a backwards pass. Clearly. Now, where I will agree with Ole Miss fans and what Lane argued was the whistle had, had blown it dead. Um, so there was true. there was conflicting uh, officiating because the whistle you had uh, some officials that uh, blew the play dead, and then you had the line judge that ruled it was a backwards pass and for a play to continue. So the players obviously stopped, um, and, you know, State was there to just pick up the ball, yeah. even though the play had been blown dead, because um, there was no reaction on the State players other than just like, oh, oh the ball's here, let me pick it up. Like, they just picked up the ball, headed to the ref. Right. And so I do agree with Ole Miss fans and their frustration of that, um, you know, but it was a backwards pass. It was a backwards pass. So it's the correct call, but I, I don't I don't know what you do with the play being blown dead. Yeah. The inverse whistle, you know, for me, if I'm an Ole Miss fan, I'm going to say the play's blown dead, so it shouldn't it should be incomplete pass, you know, or, or at the very least you ruled a backwards pass, but the play was right. blown dead, so we still maintain possession. Um, so it, I don't know. Anyways, that 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 was confusing, but I. I honestly believe that they've made the right call uh, with it being a backwards pass. And obviously, even though State was, you know, the ones that just picked up the ball, I mean, they were the ones that possessed the ball. So, yeah. per the rule, um, they should have um, should have the ball. And they gave the ball. And then State, with, the, the, with, goal with line, the chance man. to ice it and, and, and end the game, ch- chokes and – I mean, it was a wet, line. wet, slippery night, but wild. Uh, Will Rogers got popped. Great tackle by uh, the defender. Ball comes out. It, it, it literally felt like Reagan. It felt like LSU, Florida State. I told Dad on the way, like <laughs> you have <laughs> a chance true. to end it. You have a chance to end it. You cough it up, and yeah. the team's got to go. The, the team that's down has to go ninety-nine yards to, to win score, the game. Man. And they have to score a touchdown, and then they have to continue. <laughs> they still have to play the next play to win the game, to, to win the game, or or tie the game. Excuse me. So that's what happens. And the same way LSU went nine nine yards and scored six points on the touchdown. Ole Miss goes nine nine yards, yards, scores six points, but LSU needed the last play, the PAT, to advance to overtime. They admit they get it blocked. Ole Miss needs the two point conversion to advance to overtime. 
and it gets batted down. <laughs> so it was, it was it was very similar. Obviously, not exactly similar in that aspect. Uh, and the game was in its twenties. What was the final score to the twenty two twenty four? And the final score to the LSU game twenty four twenty twenty three. Yeah, very very similar. Very weird um, similarities there. But uh, also the biggest thing that I was against Lane Kiffin. Could have just ran the two-point conversion play and had all three timeouts yep. with over a minute 20 left to stop yep. State and get the ball back. I d- completely disagree with his decision to call two, not only one, but two timeouts to figure out what play you were going to run. And he said it was something to do with the refs and them substituting. I don't care. I do not yeah. care. You run, you get up there and you run the play, and guess what? You get it, you're going to overtime. You, you, have, you, have, to stop them, you have to stop them, obviously, with a minute 20 left. But you you give your chance you give yourself a chance to play overtime. Yeah. And then if if you don't get it, then you're good. You got three timeouts. As long as our defense hold, you give yourself maybe they're gonna be some time. Yeah. No matter the outcome, you give yourself a chance to yeah. still be in the game. Yeah. With the decision that he made, it was all or nothing. We have to get this two point conversion or nothing. Yeah. So I I I do not agree with his, Kiffin's decision there to uh, take two timeouts to get a play call in. I think it was a dumb decision by his part. Um, and State ultimately wins the football game. Yeah, and it was just a wild ending, and uh, the whole trash throwing crap started again. Uh, you know when the the call was made about the backwards pass and. You know, classic Egg Bowl finish. I, I mean, every year it feels like the Egg Bowl, something crazy happens. The piss and miss. The, you know, the, <laughs> like all this stuff. Great game. Yep. And then just briefly tonight, Missouri beats our Arkansas. Mizzou beats Arkansas to become bowl that's, eligible. That's another L for me. I'd picked, I'd picked Ole Miss and I'd picked Arkansas. I picked Ole Miss and I picked Arkansas as well. So that's um, two losses for me already this week, which isn't great. Yeah. yeah. And, and so – I mean, now Mizzou is bowl eligible, and Which congrats to them. Arkansas finishes six and six. At one point, I thought Arkansas was like an eight nine win team. If I, they pull something I off, they can be Louis, ten. I remember telling Louis seven and uh, five, eight and four. I mean, now you're six and six. Uh, the Sam Pittman, you know, glorification. From last year may start to dwindle a little, uh, just a little. Bit. Which we have to be, uh, you know, we have to also recognize that KJ Jefferson was hurt uh, for a lot of those games. Sure. He wasn't sure. in the LSU game. He wasn't in the um, what are the other games I'm missing? He wasn't in the Liberty game, which they lost. Yeah. He wasn't in the uh, Alabama game, which they lost. I mean, that's three. Big games, um, you know, and in the Liberty game, they obviously could have won that. The LSU game was close. If KJ's in, is it different? All that, you know, I think definitely hurt. I mean, he's out. He was out a quarter of the season. Yeah. Uh, if you have KJ Jefferson the entire season and he's healthy the entire season, because he also played games unhealthy. Uh, he, he played games at not a 100%. Um, you know, if you do that, I think LSU – or excuse me, Arkansas has a better season. Yeah. I mean, probably so. Most likely that they, they do. But man, to be six and six, uh, I mean, when I was there in Fayetteville, they weren't quite happy with some of the coaches. So uh, we'll see and, and watch how that plays out next year. I mean, obviously, I don't think Pittman's on the hot seat by any means. No. Uh, or any stretch of the imagination. But 
you know, if something like that continues, SEC folks get restless real quick, Yeah, uh, as we've seen. All right, Zach, we need to move on, and we need to start previewing uh, the A&M game. So we're going to hit a quick break real quick, and then we'll come back, and we will start previewing the matchup for this weekend, final game of the regular season. We'll talk about it right back after this. Five-star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, right back at it. Zach, it's time to talk about this final regular season game. LSU versus Texas 4-8. and eight. Brian Kelly <laughs> wrapping up his first regular season. First. Here at LSU, just just want to remind some folks, this is Brian Kelly's first year, Zach. Oh, by the way, first, quick, first year. We have a quick score update. Sorry to interrupt you. A score update. 14 yeah, to 14, Florida State and Florida. Uh, minute. Okay. First, first quarter's almost over, so thank okay. you for that. Okay. Uh, also, uh, Golden Boot said, I believe it was backwards as well, but the whistle was blown. If you play through the whistle, you can penalize. It can create all sorts of issues if you let it fly. I do, like I said, Pooh, I agree with that. Um, based on the rule, though, you know, they made the right call. Yeah. So, Zach, old Texas. Four and eight. Four and eight. You know, for so long it was eight and four, but here we are, and they have four wins, Zach. Look, look as, a, four. as an editor and a content creator, I've been thinking about – at the end of the game, creating you know like this just just this this normal video of it saying Texas eight and four, and then the eight and the four just go. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be funny, hilarious, be hilarious. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. With that being said, though, with it being said, I want to finish strong. Yeah. Like. I, I don't want to come into this like thinking we're just going to bulldoze these guys. Yeah. Like, I don't care what we say about Jimbo Fisher. I don't care what we say about their record. I don't care what we say about his tenure there and his comparison to Kevin Sumlin. I don't care. Guys, we can make fun of them about the recruiting class, and it's become really crappy like this, but there's some talented players, and they marched into Tuscaloosa and dang near beat them. On their own field. Now, I don't know if Bryce was Bryce Young out of that game. Oh, uh, yes, he was. Okay, so he was out of the game, and 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 Milrow turned the ball over three times. Okay, and so gave, I mean and gave that, it to Texas A and M in Alabama territory that gave that gave A and M clearly a way better chance um, than it probably would have been with Bryce Young. It probably been a blowout. But hey, you're coming into Kyle Field, and they ain't got. Crap to lose. Nope. They ain't got nothing to lose. They ain't going to a bowl game. This is all they got. This is their this game. is your final game. Unless you better come ready to play, because if you're not, 
they might just catch you off guard. Um, I, agree. I, I'm not worried about this game, but I want us to be prepared for this game. I do not want to overlook this game at all. We've got too much on the freaking line to go and blow it in Kyle Field. You have an opportunity, Brian Kelly's first year, to go to Atlanta, play the top team in the nation, and put yourself in the playoff picture. Do not, do not come into this game expecting to bulldoze. Don't do it because you'll get caught off guard. Come into this game, treat it like any other game, Treat like an SEC championship because guess what? The SEC championship will not matter if you lose this game. Yeah, it won't. It won't. So treat it like any other game and go get the stinking job done. Get the job done. Uh, that's kind of my opening little thing there, Zach. I know I'm it has no you. analytics I, at all. No, I'm with you. But I'm definitely with you. I'm not going to sit here and be like, A&M sucks. We're going to roll over them because I, I, our, like, we, know too, we know better. Yeah. We, we come into Fayetteville and it's a ten to thirteen game Gosh. against backup quarterbacks. And we're like, joking, we're messing around, saying four and eight, but you're you're right. You got to take it serious. I don't care who it is. I, I don't care. It's the SEC West. Jimbo Fisher isn't just a complete dunce. Like he's got the ability to coach, and they have talented guys. And yeah. if you get caught sleeping, it could be a problem, and you could screw up so much opportunity that you have. So go in with the right mind and take care of business. With that being said, Zach, obviously we need to talk a little bit more from an analytical perspective. What are your thoughts initially, Zach, you know, about this matchup? Well, I heard someone say it, but I think, you know, when you look at um, really that both teams as a whole, I, I don't think there's anywhere that, you know, AM has an edge, honestly. Uh, I think LSU has an edge just about everywhere. I mean, if you want to look at just position, not position matchups, but just position groups compared to each other, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that Texas A&M probably has an edge at running back. Obviously, Devon yeah. Aching, uh is is a phenomenal player. Uh, is know, he available? Is he available? That's the question, uh, which I'm pretty positive. I'm, I'm almost 100% that he will be playing this game. Also, Evan Stewart will be back. Um, so, I – I fully expect this team to be healthy and ready to go. Um, but, you know, that's that's going to be something uh, to keep an eye on as Devon A-Chain and Evan Stewart, who are two of the biggest playmakers, are going to be back uh, and and should should be healthy. I don't how healthy are they? That's a good question. Um, but should be back and, and playing in this game. So, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to come as with their best punch. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be nerve wracking. I, I think in the beginning, um, I think that LSU again, I want to say, I, I, I want to see them continue to attack the ball, uh, or attack downfield yes. uh, with the deep ball, because, uh, you know, they, they did pretty well with that, uh, and, and trying to get some of that going against UAB. Right. But I want to see it against a Power Five good opponent, SEC team, SEC yeah. team um, like A and uh, Because as you said, you know, make no mistake about it. Yes, they have had a terrible season. They have looked bad. They are a broken football team, but they're talented, as everybody has said. And I think I think a lot of people know that they are very young talented. talent. Young talent. Um, and, and even Ryan said, you know, they're they're good on the defensive line. That's true. They have a lot of very good young talent. 
So, and they're going to be motivated, um, as as you've already alluded to. Uh, but I want to see LSU uh, dominate the line of scrimmage, obviously, and I think they can win this game. Uh, I don't think weather's going to be a factor, which we know the last two games, the weather's been the factor. It was cold and 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 freezing and raining and and raining, and then you know against UAB it was cold and freezing and raining. So <laughs> against both those teams, you had to face the weather. Uh, which is actually interesting. Let, let's go look at that. What is the weather? It is like? actually really nice. I think I saw the weather update from LSU. It was like it's going to be like sixty, like a sixty-six degree game. Okay, so it should be like, pretty nice. Nice day. Uh, let's see. Here it is, right here. Should be around fifty-eight mm-hmm. degrees uh, and just cloudy. So good. Uh, so maybe a little chilly for LSU, but um, and A and M. So we're. We'll see. Uh, I, I don't think the weather's going to affect it at all as, as it has the last two games. The other thing, Reagan, is obviously that the stadium is going to show up. Uh, I mean, I know yeah. I know that it hasn't been the season that they have wanted, but the, it's the last game. It's the last game of the season, period. It, it's, uh, it's, it's a home game for them, uh, home field advantage. They're going to pack it out. Uh, and obviously we know that that environment is weird. It's crazy. Um, we, we had to struggle to watch uh, the last two times that they've gone there, LSU lose. Obviously, in, a, in the season where LSU did not look good at all, you had T.J. Finley playing the game. Uh, and I, I can't remember. I know there was there was arguments. I think that game was – they were contemplating whether Max or T.J. was going to play. Yeah, it was, a cra- it was just a crappy game. It was, it was crappy. And, and you played them close. It was a very defensive, low-scoring game. Um, but ultimately, A&M wins. And then against uh, them in 2018, we obviously know that was absolutely awful. The, 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 the terrible calls, the seven overtimes, that was a uh, whole ordeal. I've never gotten over that. Yeah, I still haven't gotten over that this day. We actually had a conversation with a bunch of my buddies. Uh, I'm on this, like, thread with my buddies, and they ask a question, like, every day. It's like a question of the day or whatever. And the other day they asked, you know, uh, what are some moments in history where you remember that the refs just screwed the game? Uh, and you know, one of my buddies took the st- and I'm 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 like this. One of my buddies took the stance that you know he doesn't really try and focus on the refs and 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 them blowing games so much because he he feels like a lot of times it's blown out of proportion. And I agree, most of the time. But I is. can remember, I can, I told him I remember a time where there the, the refs completely affected the outcome of the game, and that was one of those was Texas A and M LSU in 2018. Now the other one was. I think it was 2016, maybe 2014, LSU-Notre Dame, when uh, Cragthorpe, uh, they faked the field goal, and he crossed the line of scrimmage, and refs rolled him oh, short Jared both Lee. times. No, that was uh, Notre Dame. It was uh, the Switch Citrus Bowl or whatever. I can't remember, honestly. But uh, that they got screwed that time, and then obviously the Patrick Peterson 2008 interception. Um, so I, I mentioned a few of those, you know, because – even though I agree with him that I don't think refs really affect the outcome of games right. as much as some people believe. Right. Um, they do definitely affect the outcome of games uh, at certain points uh, and, and can hurt teams. So, uh, you know, we, we got to go to college station. We're going to fight. We're going to fight the crowd. We're going to fight. Maybe the refs. I don't know. I, ho- I hope not. Good grief. I hope not. Um, but let's hope. not. But it's, it's, I'm with you. I don't think that this is going to be a cakewalk for LSU. 
because a is going to come hungry and ready to win. Um, yeah. And I, I think if they if LSU takes on that mentality of looking ahead to Georgia, um, then we're going to be facing a similar game like the Arkansas game. And now if they if they come into this fully motivated and ready to play, and you know expecting to get AM's best game, and that's the mentality they have, yeah. I, I think it, it would be more of a dominant win uh, fashion right. than you know like we're expecting and hoping. Uh, but you got to be careful. The mentality in this game is definitely the biggest factor in this game for me. Yeah, I, I no question about it. Um, look, I think where they got you is your their running backs, and I think you mentioned that. Well, not even their running backs; they're they're running back. Yeah, and Achen. I, I mean, he is their offense. Yes. I mean, without them last week, Zach, they could only put up twenty points against UMass. Yeah, the offense is just not there and, and has not um, the entire year. Um, Achen has carried them completely in some games. Uh, almost, almost won them the Appalachian State game. Uh, I mean, it's crazy to think that that they are where they are. But make no yeah. mistake about it, you, you've got to be ready for this game. Um, I really like uh, our our receivers to have a good game, uh, and I also think Josh Williams were coming back off of a, you know, maybe a rest week, a minor injury. I think Josh Williams is going to have a big game, and I think our receiving core as a whole uh, may take a big step in this game. I, I really do. I love the asserted effort last week to get the ball downfield. You know, in the Arkansas game, it felt like maybe Jaden had a little bit fallen back into the what what he had done in the earlier season was scared to let it loose. Um clearly that wasn't the the problem last week with UAB. You know, let that you know play over into the next week. Um let that ball fly man. I I, I think you know we have excellent receivers that can go up and make catches against Elias Riggs. Uh that they can do it against AM receivers, right? Or DB, excuse me. And I think Josh Williams coming back is going to have a great game. I'm excited for Josh Williams this game. Um, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I think Josh Williams gets two touchdowns. Okay. Two touchdowns in this game. I like it. Um, If you stop – this is kind of like – I mean, I don't know if I want to say UAB, but it's similar. If if you stop H'ing – I don't even know if we're saying that right. Devin. If you stop Devin, or is it Devon? I don't don't know. If you stop their running back, you're probably going to win this game. Yeah. And and you may win it pretty handily if you come in with the right mind. And Brian Kelly has preached this. you got to think right. you got to prepare right. Uh, And if you're thinking about it the right way and you're prepared for this game, you're not overlooking – you know, this can be a great game for LSU to seal the deal. Yeah. Finish 10 and 2 and make your way to Atlanta. Gosh, um, great. So get it done. Get I, it done. I have to say, Reagan, I think something else that we need to look at in this in this game is their uh, their wide receivers versus our DBs. Uh, because they have sure. They do yeah. have athletic wide receivers. Um, yeah. Anaya Smith. 
Yeah. Evan Stewart. Evan Stewart. They've got athletic and really talented wide receivers, uh, which, you know, our, our defensive backs have held their own. But when they were faced with really good, athletic, talented wide receivers, they struggled yeah, against no Tennessee. Doubt. No um, doubt. So that's another match we will watch. And, look, I, I want to say this, you know, they're, they're starting a freshman quarterback. Obviously, Connor Weidman is going to be the guy for them in this game. As you said, I would I would prepare to stop the run. And then you got Perk. So just say yes. Perk, he's not a running quarterback, but go get him. Yes. He's not a go go put pressure on Perkins him. Perkins gonna have a big game. Set big game for set Perkins. Perkins up to solely put pressure on the quarterback. He's yeah. not trying to track down the quarterback because Connor Wagman is not a running quarterback. Uh, you know, I don't think he's gonna hurt us on his with his legs. No. He, he isn't like uh, Hornsby over at Arkansas. No. Uh, so he's not going to hurt you with his legs. And, I mean, that's kind of why you saw uh, what you saw against UAB. Like, you didn't see him have the amazing game that he had because he wasn't a running quarterback. But you still had you still saw plays out of Perk. They just, they just weren't on scramble plays where the quarterback – they were on him getting in the backfield, sacking the quarterback, and then making plays on on uh, on other skill position players when they got the ball out to a running back or to a wide receiver right. behind the line of scrimmage. Right. You know, Perk was there to blow it up. Um, so have Perk put a lot of pressure on this freshman quarterback to make really good throws, uh, even though he's got talented wide receivers, and s- stack up to stop the run. And I, I think LSU's going to have success. Um, so I, that's definitely another thing I'm looking forward to is, is how they plan against this. I know, I know it seems like you don't have to as much against this A&M offense, but I'm interested to see what Matt House does against this A&M offense, regardless of how anemic it has been all season. Yeah. You need to look at that last comment there from, uh, I believe that's Ryan. Um, he, he's saying he thought maybe King was starting. I don't know. I haven't seen that. I have not seen that either. But let's, let's look it up. You know, if he is starting, obviously Haynes King is definitely more of a mobile quarterback. Yep. Uh, not like Bryce Young, though, or, or you know, uh, uh, Hornsby over at Arkansas. Not, not as much of a threat, but definitely can move. Um, and, and, you know, I wouldn't be too worried about that because, you know, again, like Zach said, when there was times when, uh, you know, the quarterback was rolling out, trying to extend plays, Perkins pretty well handled it, uh, especially, especially against Arkansas. Um, so, regardless, I think if you get pressure after the quarterback and maintain the running game, you're going to win this game handily. And, Zach, I mean, eight. I, Devin Achen may make some plays and, and may do some things and, you know, hit some holes really well and maybe bust one here or there. But for the most part, our run defense has been solid, and, and I'm not yeah. too worried about him taking over the game and, and, and winning the game single-handedly. Like, I, I think our run defense is good enough to stop him to where they're going to have to do more than just run the ball and rely on him, and that becomes a problem. And, and you know what? If it's if it's Weigman, if it's King, I mean, I don't mean to talk bad about the guys, but neither neither of them are. You know, King has that awkward throwing, and it doesn't seem like he can get the ball downfield to his receivers. If King's playing the 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 passing game, 
is not too much of a threat. I'll tell you that right now. He could not get the ball to his receivers. So I don't know if that change really makes a difference. I don't know if that really does. If you get pressure after the quarterback and stop the run, you're going to have a good night. Yep. Uh, let's see a couple comments writing before we move on to our TA tools for success. If y'all have any questions for us, please throw it in the comments. Hashtag tell me TA. We do it a little bit differently here. I know a lot of the other shows, they uh, do hashtag ask. I know Blake, obviously his show and, and others, they, they do different ways of uh, getting the question asked, but here we do hashtag tell me TA. So if you have a question for us, start in there. Hashtag tell me TA. Tell me TA. We, we'll get to it before the show ends. Um, but let's look at a couple comments before we move on. All right. Jared Addison said 38 to 16. They score early touchdown and trade field goals for touchdowns the rest of the night. Okay. I'm fine with that. They score early touchdowns. I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Uh, King's passing percentage is around 55% better than I would have thought. That is better now. Better than I would have thought. Uh, let's see. Brian also said, is it just me or does the LSU offense run better without Booty? Uh, I mean, you're playing UAB last week. Yeah. So, you know, let's 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 keep that in mind. What about Florida when they targeted Booty a lot? And he had a he had over hundred yards in the game and they scored yeah. 45 points. And it was a great game. Yeah, so what about against Bama when you hit you hit the little uh, you hit the little uh, across the middle route and he beat uh, Elias, Elias Ricks to uh, pick up the third and seven to pick up the third yeah. and seven. Yeah, I I wouldn't say that, Ryan. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of get where you're getting at. You know, maybe because some some fans feel like uh, LSU has to force feed him the ball, but really, I don't think I, it hadn't felt like that at early all. on. Yeah, uh, but. Now, no, I do not. It hadn't felt Since like they Florida, forced no. it to him at all. Yeah, and, I mean, I think Florida was a little bit forced, uh, but since it, then, it seems a lot more fluid now. So they're uh, running their offense. I would say early on, maybe so, Ryan. But even the Florida game, when you when you really forced in the ball, I mean, they were great. It went well. <laughs> it went well. So you know, I, I get where you're getting at there, but. Anyways, all right, let's get to our TA tools for success. Uh, Reagan, I'll let you go first. Tools for success. Uh, the, the defensive line uh, needs to dominate this game. Uh, A&M's offensive line is, has not been very good. Take advantage of that. Stop the run and and use Micah Baskerville and Harold Perkins to, to create pressure, uh, to, to stop plays behind the line of scrimmage. Because I, I guarantee you, Zach, um, they're going to have an extension of the running game through probably some screens to Evan Stewart and Anaya Smith. You know, capitalize on those things with with Perk and with Baskerville. Defensive front, dominate the game, and I think you'll be okay there. Uh, Jaden, Jaden Daniels, trust your receivers, throw the ball downfield. It will open up the run game, and Joshua Williams – almost said Joshua. <laughs> Josh Williams will, will have a big day. Um, so, open up the passing game. Trust your receivers. Defensive front, dominate the game, and you're going to have a good night in Kyle Field. Don't go into this game, though. I'll emphasize it again. Looking to Atlanta. Take care of business first. Since you went more on, on the field and with the physical, I will go more 
in the brain and with the mental. Um, mentally, um, you've got to, as we already have talked about and discussed, mentally LSU, the players, the coaching staff, every single uh, every single person that is going to be competing in this game uh, as an LSU Tiger need to mentally treat this as is the last game. Um, because, again, you could have all of your hopes and dreams completely shattered in this game if, if you come into this game sleepwalking thinking you're just going to walk over this Texas A&M team because they're three and uh, they're four and seven uh, and, and you're supposed to beat them. Uh, yeah. You, you got to have the mentality uh, right. And I, I trust Brian Kelly to, to have them ready. Uh, I think the Arkansas game was a little bit more of the weather and, 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 and stuff flu. like and the flu and the stuff flu. Like the flu. I think that played a major factor in the Arkansas game. Sure. Uh, I think, you know, against UAB, we saw more of what we should have seen, you know, the mentality wise, they just completely shut down. Uh, UAB and 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 did did what they needed to do. Um, so that that for me on the mental side of things, the only other thing I'll add on the physical side of things is, and I've said this in all the games that you have been expected to win and should win, uh, but were labeled as quote unquote trap games. And I yeah. think this is also kind of being labeled. This is being labeled a quote unquote trap game because of it being the weekend right before yeah. the SEC championship and all the things we've mentioned. But do not turn the ball over. You've got to protect the football. Uh, that's another reason that I think we saw a different outcome in the Arkansas games because you turned the football over twice. Um, right. and, and you definitely saw where the scheming and the play calling was led up uh, because of a, uh, of a desire to protect the football, um, you know, you don't want to get in that situation because obviously in that situation it's you're going to make it more of a close game than you want. So protect the football uh, so you don't have to get into that situation if you turn the ball over a couple of times early. Um, so protect the football. The second thing is on special teams, oh cover. <laughs> cover on special teams. Because H and plays. Because H and plays on special Exactly. That's he will exactly make what. you pay. He will make you pay. Kick the ball. Out of the end zone on kickoffs, Please. On, on punt returns, Please. get down there on coverage and 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 stop Ugh. stop them from having to uh, field a punt and 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 get a chance for a return. You, you got to do it. You got to do it. Uh, Florida is now up twenty one to fourteen. Very nice. Very nice. We got to watch. We're definitely going. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go down this. and watch here. Yeah. We were wondering like what we're going to do after this. Like we're going to watch, we're watch Florida game. Florida State. Exactly. That's what we're going to do. Zach. It- here we are, last regular season game. We're still talking about special teams. Yeah, it's bad. You can't, you can't. No allow, mental errors. That's yes, good. no mental errors. You can't Personal allow fouls. a team that you are supposed to beat. You can't allow them to have hope. You can't like make major mistakes on special teams, turn the ball over, and give a team like this hope on their final game of the season. Or they're already amped up for it. Yeah. You, and, and quote unquote want to piss in your court place. Yeah, from well, yeah. Block that kind of crap out. Block it and, out. And, and play the game. Play the game. Yeah. All right, Zach. I think we need to hit a final break here. Um, we'll come back, maybe get to a few more of your comments. 
Uh, if you got any other more, more questions, throw them here. But we're going to hit a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we'll wrap the show up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, everybody. Right back here to finish and wrap this show up. Zach, we got any more comments that we need to touch on before we, we, we finish this thing up? I don't think we do. I think we covered them all right before we went to break. Good deal. I would Guys, said, uh, uh, Ryan did say, good thing I don't like cornflakes. I'm more of a Wheaties guy. Eat your Wheaties. Oh, here's a Saturday morning. Eat your Wheaties, so boys. Here, here is, I don't know, I'm about to go on a, a little rabbit hole here, but <laughs> here's a little side note. I do not like cereal. Never have. That's right. Never have That's eaten. That's right. I don't sure think I've not. ever eaten it. Uh, I don't know why. Never? I don't like cereal. No. You I never don't. even tried it? Nope. How do you know you don't like it you ain't tried it? Uh, I, I've tried it dry. I've not tried it with milk. Uh, it's the milk. Gosh. It's the milk. I, I I don't like milk plain. I, I only can do chocolate milk. But uh, you don't like taste the milk plain when you're eating cereal like that. I just I can't do. It. I can't do. It. Like, I don't like. I don't drink plain milk. Like, you know there's I don't a, like it. There's just some things I can't do. I mean, like when I was a kid and in like a, early in my teenage years, like I didn't like sushi. But then I tried sushi and I was like, God, this is good. You you need a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, man. Ugh. I don't, I don't, I can't do it. You need to try it now. Ooh. I'm telling you, that's that's my favorite. You put some, you put some like chip-like product, <laughs> you know, like the crunchiness, the crunchiness, you know, the gold blue pot, and you put it, you put it in some milk, and it gets all nasty and soggy. Like I don't know. It eats it like the bacon. I don't need it. Period. I don't really eat it. Well, hey, speaking speaking of, here's the reason. Oh shit! Here's the exact reason I do not like it, Pooh Bear, is because of those kids right there. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Here's the reason. Look, when we were in church, we'd be in church, right? And then mom would send me to go get the younger siblings. She's like, "Hey, go get Simon and Sierra from nursery." So I'm like, "All right, be bopping." This is this is also a reason why I do not like most of artificial cheese things like Cheetos. Cheese it's uh goldfish, whales, cheese puffs, Cheeto puffs. Oh <laughs> nasty. Here's the reason why. What it's are we the talking same, about? It's the same reason with cereal. Same reason. I walk up in there every time I had to go get them. In the nursery. I walk up in the nursery and it's like they feed them like chickens. Like they're throwing they're throwing cereal like there's cereal on the ground. There's Cheeto puffs on the ground. There's like goldfish on the ground, and the kids over here, and they don't chew it up, you know, because they're kids. They're kids. They're Tyler's, and they're over here slobbering on it, pulling it back out. They got the Cheeto puffs. They're like sucking on it, pulling it back out. And I just see his nasty, wet, salt, saliva, soggy cereal and and artificial cheese, and it's nasty. I can't do it. I, I I'm scarred. I got PTSD from it. I see some nasty, <laughs> I see Cheeto puffs, and I can't help but think of some toddler just sl- slobbering all over it. Pause. It's nasty. It's nasty. 
Same thing with the series. It's like in the, the, the Sunday school teachers, the children's church, they don't help. They're like, th they're out there throwing it like they're chickens, just throwing it on the ground, just here, toss it here, toss it there. Kids are coming over here, <laughs> picking it up on the ground. It's just disgusting. I can't do it. It ain't easy being cheap. I don't know what church you going to. I ain't never seen the same that. church. I ain't you never seen because them you were old enough and you didn't throw them up. goldfish out like chicken feed. Side yeah. note: cornflakes hey. were invented to help people lose weight. And oh wow! Okay, oh, nice. Wow. Ryan's comment there. He ain't lying. Good luck at Yeah. You, eventually, eventually. You're going to have a tough time. Eventually, all that <laughs> is going to get, you know, obviously broke because I'm going to have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm fine. I can, I can change a diaper. I can, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I can change a nasty, <laughs> bad, bad diaper, and it don't bother me. I can, I can, I can handle, I can even handle, you know, like slops, you know, like drool and spit up. That's fine. But it's it's seeing the food just nasty. I, I can't do it. Okay, we got we got to get out of here. This is yeah, I don't even I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. All right, guys, <laughs> it's because we started Thanks talking for about coming in here in the Tigers Avenue <laughs> to talk about wet cheesy foods, wet cheesy foods, and, and LSU playing Texas A and M. Hope y'all enjoy the game tomorrow. Hopefully, the Tigers will get the job done, and we can take on the Georgia Bulldogs ten and two with our playoff hopes still alive. Take care of business Get tomorrow. Done. Get it done. Appreciate all of you interacting and commenting there at the last little bit of Zach's <laughs> little uh, they want to moment pee there. They want to pee in our cornflakes. Hey, I say that's fine. As long as you don't take it out of the bowl, start slobbering on uh -huh. it, and then put it back in the bowl. Can't do it. Can't do it. Anyways, so <laughs> appreciate all your comments and your your your, your – your input into the game tomorrow. We'll come back on Monday to recap it all. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five-star here. Take us out. Peace. Peace.